Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you, my dear listeners, before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce to you Stefan and Nicole Pirnbacher. They're both from Austria and Europe. And were my clients a couple of years ago. I want to show you how they turned their lives into a success story that you easily can relate to. Both are one of these in-demand professional high achievers. Nicole worked as an IT consultant and Stefan was an international account manager in the automotive industry. Stefan wanted to be the best and climb the career ladder as fast as possible. Seven years ago, Stefan crashed into his second burnout and it had a huge impact on Nicole too. That second burnout was a wake-up call for both of them. They discovered that they weren't following their heart and were running in the wrong direction. Instead, both of them realized that family is the most important thing in life. In the last few years, Stefan installed a system that not only balances their own freedom, but also supports Stefan in his corporate job. As business mentors, Nicole and Stefan help today other families to create additional income. And especially, Stefan works with sales, manager, uh, sales managers so they can combine career success with family time without burning out. So welcome, Nicole and Stefan. I'm very excited to have you both here today. Hi, Uwe. Hi. Thanks for the invitation. Hi, Uwe. <laughs> Great to having you. Great <laughs> having you. Awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And we have talked about this um, before. So to start with the darkest moment, maybe that, you know, we can remember of. And I'm sure that everyone wants to know, how did it happen to you, Stefan, that you experienced a second burnout? How did this come by? Um, I wanted to climb up the career ladder as far as possible. And I was a sales manager in the automotive industry. Um, I, yeah, I worked very hard. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I worked a lot of hours or um, I didn't work more than 50 hours a week, but I was working just to show up, you know? Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. And that there I, I spent very, very much energy on that just to um, that other people, especially um, my supervisors, my boss, etc., um, also my clients have a, have a picture of me um, that they say, wow, Stefan is really, really a high achiever, yeah. Um, and therefore, I did things that, um, yeah, were not, uh, let's say, very honest. What, what did you mean by, by that? So, for example, 
Um, for example, I, you know, there are so some, some small uh, functions on your um, email account that you can program your email that it, it will be sent at um, 10 p.m., for example, just to show, for example, my, my boss, oh, Stefan is working at 10 p.m. in the evening. Yeah. Um, but it also shows some, some form of commitment in a way. So, but what, what's the, what's the problem with, with that? in 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 now in hindsight, when you, when you look back. Um, yeah, that's, that's for me, it's not, as I said, it's not, um, honest, it's not me because when I, um, my value is family, you know, mm -hmm. and working until 10 PM, um, doesn't uh, work with family. Yeah. So today I can say I, I, I stopped working at five or 6 PM in the evening. Yeah. And it was uh, seven years ago, just sh shortly before my burnout. It, it was like that. I stopped working at 6 PM, but showed up as I was working the whole night, you know? Right. And that's, that, that is only a small thing, but it's um, one, one um, stone in the mosaic yeah, that uh, brought me to the burnout. Yeah? Because I was not working um, with my value or values. So if I understand correctly, so it's just one indicator that uh, showed your life leading up to a burnout, kind of like, you know, climbing up the uh, career ladder mm -hmm. as far and as fast as possible, but also, you know, to, to have kind of like that overcommitment to your job so that, you know, showing up for, uh, for your boss and everything, but what was left or what was uh, left out was your family. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, and you know, we have done this before. So please, can you describe the moment when you experienced your second burnout, please, again? Mm, sure. Um, I was, uh, it was a, a rainy, foggy um, morning in winter. It was February. Um, I was driving in my car. I had an appointment at the client in somewhere in Germany. Um, the night before I spent in a hotel because it was quite far away from my home and I was driving. Um, I, yeah, I, I remember that I was driving on the motorway and uh, at the moment I uh, overtook a, a, a truck. I suddenly started to cry, not, not li little crying or, or Yeah, it was really heavy crying. I, I, yeah, it was heavy crying. As there were, you can say, waterfalls coming out of my my eyes. And the problem was then, um, at the first uh, the first seconds, I couldn't see anything because uh, tears were fulfilling my or filling up my eyes. Yeah, so you know, it was rainy, so the the, the, the side wasn't very good as well. And then I I couldn't see anything. And the, um, at this moment, I, I didn't uh, recognize what was happening. And the next thing I can remember was I was waking up on a, on a service station um, beside the motorway. 
And I was trying to realize what just has happened. The first, first thing was I was uh, uh, very happy that nothing happened to me. But then I, I recognized, okay, something very bad happened to me. I had a breakdown. I couldn't remember. I couldn't feel something. Yeah, and I had this few minutes in, this, in my car on, this, uh, on the motor, motorway um, trying to figure out what, what was happening. Mm. And yeah, this, I don't know how long I was sitting in this car. I really don't know. And sometime, of course, I was then calling Nicole on the phone and told her what was happening. Uh, and she said, yeah, I have to come back. Or then uh, I said, I don't know where I am. Um, I, I'm, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And she said, I, I, I called the emergency, but I said, no, I have to go to the client. Yeah. Mm. Suddenly, I, again, I was still in this um, um, mode to fulfill my job, yeah, to to uh, realize this picture my clients has has from me and also my boss has from me and um after that uh, after a short call with 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 Nicole or very um emotional call of course with Nicole I was driving to the to the client because I had the, the GPS on my car so therefore I uh, then uh, I knew again where I was and I cannot remember until today what I was doing at the client. We were there for two or three hours together with my boss, but I can't remember, remember until today what, was, what I was doing there. And the next thing I can remember was that I woke up in my bed at home, 500 kilometers away from the client. That was the next thing or is still the next a moment I can remember. So that's, that's an incredible story. So Nicole, let me ask you, what was your reaction? Um, to be honest, I have goosebumps now just by telling the story again. <laughs> um, my first reaction was, yeah, I was shocked because I never felt or I never have seen this coming um, because I always had this strong picture of Stefan's so nothing can beat him so it was very shocking for me my whole world world was shaking at this moment and I just wanted him to come home and as he said no he still wanted to fulfill his job so I trusted him uh, that he will come home safe um, but don't ask me how I felt these hours of waiting <laughs> Till he was at home, and I, I still can't remember either how it was when he was coming home that night. So it was—it's really a blurry picture in my mind. Yeah, indescribable. So Stefan, as you know, we talked about this in an interview after our, our coaching. It was very emotional and uh, essentially about the moment uh, when he called you from uh, that uh, station. Mm. And so how did you feel in that moment when he called you and just 
telling you what happened? Um, I felt lost. And while we were talking on the phone, I just grabbed my things from my office desk and wanted to go home because I had to do something. I couldn't work anymore at this day because uh, my head was full of, of, of thoughts. But what was happening to him? Because we, at this moment, we still didn't know what's the reason for his breakdown. Was it some, yeah, some physical issue or whatever? So it was... Um, this un yeah this not knowing what was really happening or what uh, yeah what pushed him that hard yeah it was horrible so i know i just went home this day i told my boss i had have to go home something happened to my husband i don't know what but i have to go so um yeah yeah i can imagine so it's kind of like that uncertainty not knowing mm -hmm. what's going on that definitely yeah 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 so before i ask nicole and stefan what exactly the moment was that uh, you both knew something has to change let me quickly say this to our audience so if you are enjoying the show so far please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show and thank you in advance for spreading the word so nicole let's start with you What exactly was the moment that you knew something has to change? Mm, this was when Stefan came home and the next day we talked a lot. He also has been to some doctors and um, he was at home for some weeks. And I already knew that something has to change when he was calling me because this never had happened before. And um, he's always been that tough and strong guy and nothing could beat him. So this was quite obviously that something has to change. And I immediately, immediately asked my boss to um, work part-time for the next month because for me it was crystal clear that I want to stay with him and I want to help him in this situation. He didn't ask me for that, but I was doing it myself because, yeah, he's the love of my life and um, I will do anything for him. And this time showed, yeah, showed us that we've, also me, we've been running uh, for some visions and target which doesn't meet our inner needs so it was so far away from that what we really wanted by our hearts um, and this was coming quite um, fast in our minds and for you stefan what was for you the moment that you realized that something has to change mm. Yeah, when so when I uh, woke up in my bed the day after the, the the breakdown. So on this day, the first things were to call uh, my boss that 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 I'm ill. Yeah, I trusted I'm I'm ill. I don't know what it is. I have to go to the doctors, and so the whole day was um, filled with uh, doctor audiences. Or how do you call it? Appointments. Appointments, and. Then I come back home and I had to, um, to get used to it that I am 
staying at home yeah, for days and for weeks. And for me, I was still in the mode, I have to do something. I have to show up. Yeah. Um, at, at the first step, when, when I realized I had burnout, it, it was something um, like a, a, a prize for me. You know, I have won something because only people who are working hard experience burnout that was my thinking yeah so at the first time i i was some kind of proud to have burnout and i i i everybody i told everybody about that yeah the neighbors um uh, my colleagues and so on i said, uh, from from the point of view of today uh, really crazy <laughs> and but so when um I had several appointments at the doctors or psych psychological doctors. Uh, Psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I I realized step by step, hmm, um, something is not going as I th- thought it would be. Yeah, and then uh, after some weeks, I got a phone call from my boss. Yeah, I had to come to the office. And, and on this day, they said to me, you, we don't need you anymore because we don't need people um, who are ill for several weeks. Yeah? And therefore, uh, or, or on that moment or on that day, I came home to Nicole and said, okay, we have to change something i was running in in the wrong direction i did everything for this company i i was the the best sales manager i had the best figures the best sales figures in the companies and then they thought they don't need me or they they said to me they don't need me anymore on that day i realized slowly um, something was uh, going wrong and something has to change from then on of course eventually uh, we both met and uh, we you were we were in a, in a session to decide um, how to go on with uh, with the coaching for you mm-hmm. so let's just go back for a second to the run-up to uh, that session so what has triggered the feeling that you know a one-on-one coaching would be helpful to you at that time um i can i can remember yeah um the thing was i recognized that i was uh, running for years on my own yeah without any any help from a coach or a mentor uh, i tried it some weeks to find out what what wa- is it what i w- wanted to do in future you know i asked you uwe Can you help me to find out what I really want to do? Yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah. And so I was looking for somebody who can help me or us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we realized that that we want to, to go together. Yeah. Because um We had family or we, we wanted our family to grow, yeah, some more children. And so we said family is 
is the middle of, of, of our life. Yeah. And everything should be built around that. And that only works um, together, but we didn't know how. And so we were looking for someone because we realized we can't do it on our own because we were some kind of in a, in a, in a prison of our thinking. Yeah. And we couldn't Im imagine something, something else. So we were looking for someone who can help us. And of course, we, we, we helped you. So that's, it's really, I think I say we, because I mean, uh, Nicole and you and me, you know, kind of being a team in helping your family uh, to get where you are today. So can you expand a little bit? How does your life look uh, like today? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, Just a fun part now. <laughs> that's the much more uh, happier part now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we are now living a life with our family. We have two small children. Um, some dreams can come true like like our dream house um, which we built four years ago um, we are working on our our dreams as you said in the introduction we are now building up our own business um, to help other people to live their dream yeah I'm working uh, as a part-time sales manager still because I, I I want to do that. Um, it was, um, it's the same job I did, um, also before burnout. Um, but I now know how to do it with a system to work less hours, to earn more money and to be healthier, yeah, to have more um, leisure time with, with my family and so on. And we know at this moment what, what future will bring us in the next years. And that makes us, uh, us very, very happy yeah? and also confident. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, and in, in every circumstances they, which, which, which come up, yeah, we know what to do to not... Uh, let uh, our energy go down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Nicole, how was it for you that Stefan took around his life and, you know, you were in a coaching with me too. So how did that change your life up to today? I was so happy to see him. Um, yes. To shine bright again, that I wanted also this for myself. So As you already said, we did a coaching together as well, because I felt like um, I have to level up to him. So we have our internal competitions then. So um, because we want to be on the same on the same stage, on the same level regarding mindset and thinking and and all um, that stuff. So this was really also for me a game changer to do um, this Yeah, I call it mindset work as well because it brought us uh, tremendously together. We 
are on the same page. We know uh, what we want to do together and we know how. <laughs> and it's it's so much fun um, to develop strategies and um, yeah, to help our clients. And we do this hand in hand. Um, yeah, and therefore I'm very thankful for this experience, to be honest. Absolutely, you got it. And you do you deserve so much. I've seen that uh, personal growth in both of you and especially in you, Nicole. But I, mm. I think, you know, there were some some setbacks after those changes. And uh, I'm curious about what did you learn from uh, the, those setbacks? First, what were there setbacks even after that whole everything has changed? And also, how did you overcome those setbacks? Yes, we had some, um, especially um, we had the topic, yeah, what what will we do exactly? What is this, what we can do together? We really were on uh, on a searching trip to really find what fulfills us both in the same way. And we tried many things. So like trial and error to simply check, okay, is this what it's working for us or is it not working for us? And this, from time to time, this was very exhausting and, yeah, uh, was robbing my energy because I simply wanted to go ahead and I wanted to go forward. We both wanted to. But uh, looking back, these processes were so useful and so helpful and so important Uh, to overcome um, and I'm sure we won't be here if we wouldn't have faced these challenges because um, during this uh, hard phases I call it uh, we worked a lot on our mindset again we always came back uh, to the conclusion that it's all in ourselves so nobody it's nobody's um, fault It's just in us. So it's simple and difficult the same way. <laughs> we know that we are um, our drivers, but um, this also is hard sometimes. <laughs> What comes to mind is we created uh, your family mantra. It's echtes Herzblut Leben, which translated means living through hard blood. So mm -hmm. what role does it play for both of you today? It's still on, in, included in every of our businesses. So um, our team is called Echtes Herzblutleben. So everybody who's in our team knows what it means, what it means for us, why it's called Echtes Herzblut. Um, so we're talking about it every day. So what does it mean? Just for my audience so that they know too. Um, it means, as you, say, as you said, living real hard blood. Yeah, we always said, you know, our biggest value is our family, and everything we do is for the family. Yeah, and this heart, this is our hard blood. Our family is our hard blood. Uh, we had struggles in the last years, also um, to to to. Yeah, to, to find the business we wanted to do together because we always um, had a very deep look on that. Does this um, 
fit to our heart blood, to our family. Yeah? And we wanted to show up as, as a happy family, but also live as a happy family. We now do not show something fake. Yeah? What we are showing up or what we are telling other people is, is real life. Yes, we are Nicole and Stefan and nobody else. Yeah, and, and we learned this as, as you told us, um, or yeah, as you told us, you, Uwe, the letting go, letting in, yeah, the system. Um, always look what, what we can also um, take into our life. Yeah? What helps us to go a step forward and check and then make the next step, looking for the next system. Yeah? And with these tools or with this system, we can really live um, yeah, our heart blood. So that gives me the shivers and the goosebumps, of course, because <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of both of you and uh, I really could tear up here. So I'm, I'm so proud of both of you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. And you deserve everything that uh, you've gained and uh, achieved so far and the successes. And I guess there's also a financial success here. And uh, I'd like to ask you, can you expand a little bit about, you know, the financial security of your family now and how it applies uh, to your relationship with, uh, with each other? Of course, our financial situation, of course, is, is, is uh, today is much more better than a few years ago. Um, at the moment, we have uh, three streams of income, um, and we are earning, uh, yeah, um, a six-figure uh, in in the year, yeah. Um, And of course, money can help us to live this hard blood. So we can do holidays. We can show our, our kids the world. That's a very, very important point for us. Um, the, the kids should um, see and learn how beautiful the world could be and how or which beautiful places there are in this world. So, for example, um, this winter we want to go uh, to... Thailand, Thailand um, for, a few week, for a few weeks. Last year we were in Scotland for a few weeks and uh, our kids are three and, and, and five. And it's so impressive when they, uh, one year later, when they are talking about our road trip through Scotland. Yeah. They still remember everything. They, they still <laughs> remember everything. And they were so impressed. And it, it was, it was, um, Yeah, it was the, one of the best times we had as a family. Yeah. A lot of people said, what? You're going um, 1,000 kilometers by car um, with two small kids? And we said, yes, because we want to show the kids the world. And they were so impressed and are talking today about this trip. And so we are very excited how they uh, were talking about the first um, uh, flight with the plane and and. Uh, being in Thailand for three weeks, mm -hmm. uh, making boat trips over there and so on. It's, we are very excited about that. And they are already very excited about that. 
Well, I remember when uh, you showed uh, showed me the pictures from Scotland alone and uh, creating memories, family memories that last, that, you know, they mm. can really uh, go back to and remember and uh, creating these these family memories is, is all about in your family mantra. So I applaud you to do that. And uh, I think that's the, that's the piece that makes me so... I'm happy with uh, working uh, with clients like you that, uh, you know, you you take this to heart and you live it and you live your life and for the family and include everyone in the family. So I'm I'm really proud of you. I can't say it more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So speaking of goosebumps, um, When was the last time you experienced goosebumps and why in the family context? So not, we're not talking about this conversation that we're having because I think there are goosebumps on both sides here. But when was the last uh, time you experienced goosebumps in the family context with your kids and um, why? Yeah, some people may say that's a normal situation, but you know, um, Nicole was two weeks at, uh, at the great parents with, with, with the kids because I was on a, a, on a business trip and I saw Nicole and the kids um, after, after five days. And I always get goosebumps when I open the door, come into the house and they are running to me, um, jumping on me and say, Dad, Dad, you are here again. And I always get goosebumps because that are the moments um, we are we are living for family. Yeah, mm. Nicole. Mm, this that was actually a few hours ago when we took the kids to bed because we had a ritual. Uh, every day, um, the kids tell us what they wanted to be someday. Uh, what's their dream? And Leonora said today she wants to be a millionaire. And Kilian said uh, he wants to be a superhero. So <laughs> this, yeah, every day this is so, yeah, so joyful and, and yeah, and funny as well. And it's giving me goosebumps every day because they always have really, um, yeah, they always... Uh, have really something funny in their minds what they want to be someday that is so yeah. sweet <laughs> <laughs> this is so great oh yeah so before we wrap up so i want to ask both of you and let's start with stefan so in your opinion what is the number one thing that should be on every professional high achievers family agenda Mm, yeah, do have goosebumps daily. Goosebumps showers. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's more. one thing. But I have a, a second point if I, I, I'm allowed. Um, we have a, a, um, also a ritual, Nicole and me. Um, never go to bed if you have a dispute with it, uh, together. Mm. Yeah. So... Only go to bed when you are happy together, yeah. And it, it can last the whole night, but don't go to bed with a dispute or a conflict or something like that. 
Yeah, we also have conflicts, and we are we we have yeah emotional discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's normal. But don't go to bed with them. Right, and Nicole. Um, my suggestion would be self care. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body and of your mind, um, because only if you are doing good, you can spread it to other people. And yeah, you can do good things. So take care of yourself and then the world will take care of you. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. So any final words to our audience? Uh, Whoever wants to go first? Mm, Okay, I will start. (laughs) We are so thankful for for every day in, in our life now. Yeah. And I want to say to your audience, Uwe, um, find your way, your way, not the way other people want you to go. You have to find your way and find out what is the most worst thing you can go for. For us, it's the family. And I think uh, for most people in this world, family is uh, very high on this um, list. Yeah. So yeah, my words to your audience is uh, find your way. That's so, so important. And you have, then you have energy for your way. Yeah. doesn't matter how long the way is. Yeah. But find your way. Find your way. That's, that's, that's awesome. Nicole. Mm. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you because if we never had met, we wouldn't be there where we are right now. So thank you, Uwe, for all what you've done with mm, thank us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I love you guys. You know that. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> um, yeah. And what I would like to give to your audience is be authentic, just be you mm. and everything will be put together. It's, it's, it sounds simple. It should be simple, but it isn't all the time. But just remember, always be you. That's enough. You are enough. That's great. And find your heart blood. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. So we will leave all the details in the show description uh, where people can get in touch with you, of course. And again, thank you, Nicole, and thank you, Stefan, for our conversation. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And next week, you will experience Judy Koppenbarger, a profoundly caring money guide, and learn how she brings money truth into the lives of families forever. Thank you and energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.